0: Remember never forget it is always a party not even if you know, you don't have to be exclusively on Grove yeah. Grove Street to indulge in, in a yeah. party so um, Just remember life's a party Hey, howdy, hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to Mike's Monday Jams, the official podcast of music appreciators everywhere. Today we're going to be talking about The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Let's get it.
1: Oh.
0: Alrighty, righty, righty. It's the day before Halloween. This is the Monday jam for October thirtieth, twenty twenty three. As always, you got MC and EC here. EC, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty. I'm pretty good. I'm doing pretty good.
0: Doing solid. Doing solid. Last episode of October, our fifteenth episode. Fifteen. Keep finding new little milestones that mm-hmm. we've been achieving. So you know, what is it they say after like seven times something's become a habit, or are you like. Commit something to memory or something like that. I think
1: it's something like that. Like you do it for it's you do it for three weeks.
0: Well, we we've certainly surpassed both of those yeah. thresholds. So how about that? Cheer, cheers to us! <laughs> cheers to us! As um, as y'all may know at home, um, the the World Series is going on. I I'm too excited for win championship at the World Series. In um, Major League Baseball, and so um, today's Monday Jam will will we'll cover why that fits that subject material um, <laughs> very very appropriately. Um, but you know, thank God the Astros lost. I mean, dude, shout out to the Rangers, y'all are America's team.
1: America's team,
0: which is ironic because they actually play, you know, in the same like <clears throat> realm or like in that same. Same area as actual America's team in football. You know the Cowboys. They're they're just right next to each other. You know
1: that's true. So that's they, true. they
0: could be America's baseball team. Mm-hmm. Too. They share a parking lot. They share a parking lot. They're red, white, and blue. I mean,
1: yeah, absolutely. That's, that's
0: pretty fitting. Um, but I never saw this matchup coming. Um, no, real if you told game. me at the beginning of the. You know we went to opening weekend this year, if you're like, oh, it's gonna be the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. You'd be like, what? Huh? Are you sure? It's not gonna be like the Braves and the Dodgers again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here we are. Here we are. Of course, um, sir. The Siri. Um but it's prime time to listen to The Voice of Summer by Don Hilly, and here's why. Um for one, the boys of summer, um, the the phrase, the expression... Boys of, of summer. Yes, boys of summer often refers to folks who play baseball um, because guess what? they only, The
1: cutest cuties.
0: They only play baseball during the summer. Mm-hmm. So they are the boys of summer. And they're about summer. to be gone. Correct, Um, and you know the the main. Playing a few more games. Right, and the main hook of the Boys of Summer song is you know after the Boys of Summer have gone, and guess what? They're about to go. They're
1: about they're they're about gone.
0: They're they are.
1: (laughs) They're on their way out.
0: Yep. Most of
1: them are gone.
0: (laughs) Yes, the the fat lady is warming up, tuning up, as they say. (laughs) She is she is singing, Um, and so it it's not only prime time just for baseball season ending, but um, it's a perfect fall times fall sunset time jam i mean the the first lines are nobody on the road nobody on the beach feel it air feel it in the air the summer's out of reach so this is it's very much it's not summer anymore yes no
1: initially you might think this song is a summertime song because right. it says summer in the name. But it spells summer not being there anymore. Right.
0: So. so but it's perfect for a fall time like sunset that's like, you know, real orange color sky and mm-hmm. and what have you. So it's it's I always like whenever I listen to songs I try to think about like when they are most appropriate for, whether it be like weather, season, um time mood. of day, mood, whatever. And this is like quintessential for like late summer, early fall sunset because mm-hmm. it's you know,
1: and beca- it's out and of it's reach. really fitting for us to be recording today because today here in Hamden, Connecticut, the high is seventy five and the low is fifty four. Tomorrow the high is fifty four. It will get to fifty four tonight and it will not. Um, it will not rise. It anymore. will not increase. <laughs> um, and I think I think today is the last warm day. So. The boys of summer are leaving.
0: Yes, they are. They're on their way <laughs> out. Um, despite the warm climates of both teams playing in the in the World Series, Very true. Um, Arizona and um, Dallas. You know, those are those are pretty pretty warm climates mm-hmm. year in and year out throughout the year. Um, yeah, but this song is by Don Henley, who you may recognize or know from a just you know a small band they didn't really make any noise um <laughs> the an eagles um i don't know y'all may not recognize him from his work there
1: we got him two weeks in a row bro.
0: i know how about that he's really <laughs> uh he's really getting some some street cred with mike's monday James. yeah he here. really
1: needs it too <laughs> yeah. he really needs a big podcast like ours to you know, take, take get him, attention to take his career to new heights
0: absolutely um but yeah he he is an eagle he um was one of the founding members of the band he played drums um for the eagles Drum. and and sang um sometimes you know here and there guitar parts and and whatnot um Maybe but the flute. and the flute yeah he was and I'll, don't forget about the flugelhorn he was very big <laughs> yeah. flugelhorn player yeah, yeah. pickle the trumpet yeah so um no but he was big big on the drums and the vocals for the eagles um Namely, like, he sings, you know, some of your favorite Eagle songs, like Hotel California, um, The Long Run, One of These Nights, um, some of those other classic jams. But the catch is, is, he, you know, when they would play live, would sing these songs and play the drums at the same time. Which, which is
1: sounds impossible.
0: Correct. I think is one of the most impressive things you could do in... It's a very
1: smooth voice. It doesn't yes. sound like he's beating shit.
0: No. He's got, like... <laughs> really there's like zero percent rasp in his voice it's always just like so clean and and very very pure um but no you're right how do you not like as you're like hitting stuff like uh, 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 uh. it's it's quite remarkable and he still does it today um they're on their like last tour you know the the final goodbye i think is what they're calling it and he still does the whole drums and, and sing thing, which is just crazy because, you know, he's like in his 70s now. Um, he sounds good. And he sounds awesome. Like, the voice sounds great. Like, he's not lost lost his touch. Um, but, you know, the Eagles famously broke up in 1980 and uh, kind of parted their ways for um, about, you know, 14 years, better part of the 80s and a little part of the 90s, and um a lot, of, a lot of the members of the Eagles went and did some solo work, and, and Don Henley was um, no exception. Um, this album that the boys of summer comes from, Building the Perfect Beast, came out in 1984. Um, it was his second album. Um, his first album, I Can't Stand Still, I believe came out in 81. At um, first I
1: thought you were saying his first album, I Can't Stand.
0: Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I was good. like, damn. It's pretty good. You know, you listen to Dirty Laundry. It's a great song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was on his first album. Um So, but I always feel like whenever artists break off from the band they're a part of, it always takes, like, two or three albums to, like, Mm -hmm. solidify your reputation that, like, you can do this thing on your own, you know? So um, I think that, you know, while his first album was good, it's it's not building the perfect beast or, like, the end of the innocence, which was the one after this, in my opinion. So, um, but I think by the time this album came out, it was like, okay, Don Henley really can, you know hold his own um in this in this in this business without you know the need of um the the band to support him um because he's a really talented songwriter really talented lyricist and um you know he's not like banging the drums like john Bonham, but he's still a solid drummer i mean he's doing stuff that i probably couldn't do or definitely you couldn't do you know (laughs)
1: dang neither of us can play the drums don't yeah. even lie
0: i just it's i don't get how people do it it's like you got i don't know have... how you
1: could keep i don't know number one how you could sound smooth and do it number two how you could keep the rhythm and sing at the same time
0: yeah i mean i can barely like hum along lyrics or just like kind of sing them under my breath when i play the guitar like mm-hmm. that's
1: it's so much to think about
0: that stuff but imagine like putting so i'm using both my hands and my voice but then like both your hands, your voice, and both your feet.
1: And your feet!
0: Like, it's almost like each of your limbs has to have, like, a brain of its own. Mm-hmm. Bruh, he
1: must be so good at rubbing his stomach and patting his head at the time. <laughs> he yeah. must be so good, though.
0: He, The coordination, it's, it's, <laughs> it's there. He can do it on command. He doesn't even have to think about it. Sometimes when I get requested to do that, you know, pretty often, I'd say.
1: Yeah. You know. um. <laughs> I don't um, know the last time I did that. I,
0: I always got to pause. I'm like, wait a second, and then I like do one thing, All right, and do then it. I. So here we are. We're we're looking like fools. Y'all can't see it, but we're, we're
1: rubbing our tummies <laughs> after like, our Chick Fil A. we at our heads.
0: Circus freaks. Um, Switching hands. Oh, oh much oh, harder oh, with the left hand. Okay. I look at my. <laughs> I can't keep it. How about that? Um, so Sorry,
1: y'all. You're really missing out.
0: Building the perfect beast came out November nineteenth, nineteen eighty four. Um, which, November 19th is my sister's birthday, um, hmm. but she she was not uh, uh, around I at the time so, of, no. of release of this album. God, um, 1984,
1: Fior. Fjord? 1984, I think if I could pick um, one year to have lived through, I would pick
0: 1984. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. There was, 1984 was a so fantastic good. year for I know music that, you know,
1: well. there's that book.
0: Yeah, by George Orwell, which is also a fantastic novel.
1: I think I pretended to read it in AP Lit. I don't think I've never read it, um, <laughs> but um, it has nothing to do with that book. You know, I've heard it's—he it doesn't sound like a nice place to be.
0: No, it's dystopian. You know, the whole Big Brother thing. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Um, but but like seeing Ferris Bueller in the theaters, yes, please.
0: Uh, yeah, Actually, or any sure. one of John Hughes's oh my God. timeless classics
1: yes Um,
0: but no like this album came out in 94 Brian Adams' Reckless came out in 84 I'm pretty sure Born in the USA Bruce Springsteen came out in 94 84 and um, shoot what's that other one Mr.
1: Lawrence his cheeseburger (laughs) I'm sorry I feel like there's we can't have an episode and not bring up Mr. (laughs) Lawrence
0: squeeze them in later <laughs> oh of course 1984 by van halen you know which features jump and yeah. panama so i've never heard those yeah no um it's great fantastic year for music and <laughs> and, um, and film and film um which are you know of course two of our favorite things um but this album building the perfect beast i feel like that's like our perfect album title like it just seems so like cool you know awesome and brutal it's like yeah <laughs> and like you look at the cover it's like don looks like he's like he means business man like he's he kind of
1: giving a little bit of wolverine
0: a little bit yeah with the with the hair mm-hmm. and the in the in the gaze yeah i, I mean, like the hair yeah it's um it's pinnacle 80s for sure um this album contained a lot of collaborations um a lot with um, some members of the Heartbreakers. Uh, Tom Petty and the he- Heartbreakers, of course. So, namely Mike Campbell, um, Ben Tench, who was the um, keyboardist, Stan Lynch, who played drums for the Heartbreakers. Um, but it also features Lin- Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac and Pino Palladino. Do you know who Pino Palladino is, M?
1: Um, no. No, I don't.
0: He is John Mayer's go-to bass player of choice. Oh. So, um... Pretty cool to read, read the album credits and see Pino's name. Pino's a, an excellent bass player, excellent session player. Is it um,
1: P-I-N-O or P-I-N-O-T?
0: P-I-N-O, not like the wine. Okay. Yeah. No, not drinking any. Um, What's that one that's sponsored by the PGA? Or sponsored the PGA? Um, um, the I.E. Likes... Oh, the, oh, um, oh, ah, oh, ah, ah, Oh, <laughs> the um. Meow-me. The Meow Me. The Meow The Meow Me is a Pino. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, not spelled like the one. Um, but this album contains a lot of personal reflections and a lot of, um, political opinions. Don Henley was never, um, afraid to impart his, his political opinions in his, in his songs and, in his lyrics. Um, but obviously the Boys of Summer song takes more of like a, personal reflection approach and we will get into that
1: um oh i thought this song was deeply political
0: oh yeah it you know talking about boys of summer that's yeah obviously there are some some political undertones there of (laughs) course um but the album contained four singles um all she wants to do is dance not enough not enough love in the world sunset grill and of course this song the boys of summer um, this song truly I can't hear it enough um, anytime it comes on I want to listen to it again right <laughs> after it's done And yeah. there are, really aren't many songs that I can say that about so this would by far be on a desert island list of songs in my For opinion sure. um, But like anytime I just hear the like the hi-hat of the drums and then the like click to click and then the guitar comes in Like I'd chills go through go through my chills. body um it's it's a fantastic song and my toes curl but in a good way (laughs) um not like looking at something disgusting and be like oh my toes are curling (laughs) so um no every i can never get enough of this song anytime it comes on
1: i could not agree more it's an absolute banger it hits at all hours any day of the week
0: you know they say too much of a good thing is not a good thing i disagree on 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 in all sentiments with, with this song being played and being in a, in that question.
1: It is in the top tier of music, for sure. Objectively. Objectively.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, perfect for a, a fall time, sunset, where it's like cool, but not so cool that you can't roll the windows down. And I think yeah, it's no, like the it's perfect br- temperature. Brisk,
1: but not yes. cold.
0: You're like, ooh, it feels oh. nice. But I'm, I'm still able to roll the windows down you know and enjoy this this um the sunset as the summer is quote unquote out of reach um but the song is a reflection on relationship for the narrator um that has like always stuck with him um and it's also just about like aging and growing up in general um like you know there's that moment in the summer he's like "I, i should just let him go like the the memories and the and the feelings that he has for like this relationship that has long passed, but he's still thinking about it. Oh, dog. Um, but, you know, I should just let him go, but I, I just can't. Um, I'm still thinking about it. I can oh, still see Dawn. you. You know, you brown skin shining in the sun. Yeah. Um, but he knows, like, however it ended, like, it wasn't just a summer fling. Like, he will, he can promise you that he's still going to be into you after the boys of summer have gone. Like, it's not just something that he was just meddling for it wasn't just a sign of the times it was more so a, an essential part of
1: it was not a summer fling
0: no not at all um and it, he proves it because he's still thinking about it it's supposed to be like a looking back experience and so he's not just like talking out of his you know what he's confirming that hey i'm still thinking about this by the mm-hmm. way so um very very and the reflective. boys are
1: summer about uh, in real life are about gone so
0: all right and she's
1: going to learn yeah, and momentarily he, when the World Series is over,
0: right, and he's he's determined to get her back. He, he says in the song, um, "He's going to show you what he's made of." I
1: hope she's a Rangers fan.
0: Yeah, the, that would that would be appropriate um, <laughs> in, in this season of 2023. But it's kind of sad, right? It's mm-hmm. like um, maybe the the narrator has everything that he wants. In, in the song, maybe it is Don Henley speaking from a personal experience, and like at this point in his career, like he's had a wildly successful run with the Eagles and has established himself as an artist, solo artist at this point, and like he ideally would quote unquote have everything he could ever want, but you know, like what if he's still thinking about that one thing that he he couldn't have, and maybe that's maybe that is a, a special relationship with somebody, or so it's kind of sad. Lady. Yeah, it's kind of sad to, th- to think about. Just ever so, ever so slightly melancholy, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, but the music was written by Mike Campbell um, of Tom, of the Heartbreakers, Tom Petty and Heartbreakers. And Mike wrote the music for Tom Petty to perform and to make lyrics on. He was fiddling around with like a, a drum machine that he had recently acquired, um, a little bit of brand new tech, and um, came up like with the music, the guitar parts, and the and the, um, the drum rhythms on the drum machine and Mm -hmm. played for Tom Petty. And Tom Petty didn't think that really fit in with what, um, he was doing at the time he was recording. They were in the process of recording an album called Southern Accents, um, which has a lot of like more Southern rock influence than it does. Like what sounds like this song, which is like, you know, eighty synth kind of rock. Um, but even though, um, don't come around here no more that that tom petty song is on southern accents it's like the one song that stands apart from the rest Mm -hmm. because it is also very like synthy synthy and drum machining but but yeah but tom petty turned this down and so um producer jimmy lovine recommended that mike campbell take it to don and mike had never met don before and so um a meeting with the two was arranged at don's house um mike played the tape for him
1: what do you think they drank
0: I don't know what 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 kind of what kind of
1: uh kind of beverage
0: what kind of beverage do you think Don Henley uh is is his go-to
1: I don't know (laughs) maybe like a little whiskey with like some some good I feel like he's giving off like I need some citrus you know like
0: so maybe like a Manhattan or like old-fashioned yeah yeah
1: there's some citrus and and dark liquor I think
0: okay yeah I I could see that Mm -hmm. I could see that Uh, which Mike Campbell just gives me like straight up moonshine vibes. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he's a fantastic guitarist, fantastic uh, um, writer of song as well. But he <laughs> definitely seems like he would not object to some backwoods um, backwards alcohol. Loco. Loco. <laughs> so, um, but they meet. Don Hilly like famously after hearing the tape, didn't like have really any reaction. And so Mike Campbell was kind of like, well, dang like i was excited about this but whatever i guess i'll just let it go and maybe it'll become relevant one day um but then a couple of days after he gets a phone call and don's like man i wrote some like fire lyrics for this <laughs> like put my whole heart and soul into it <laughs> and um like let's make it happen like let's record it and so mike's like, great like let's let's make it happen so they do um they they changed the key uh to go a little bit higher than what was originally written because Um, Don Henley has a higher voice. And then after it was recorded and released and it like immediately became a a hit. Um, It was played across a lot of radio stations nationwide and multiple times, multiple times a day, multiple times an hour. um, It famously like would finish on a radio station. Then they play it again right after. Like it's so good of a song. And... um, there's a story of mike campbell and tom petty wanted to um go for a drive after they had just cut a a mix of don't come around here no more and they want to hear it in the car and tom petty turns the ignition in the car and the song that plays on the radio is boys of summer and mike campbell's like ee like let's change the radio station like didn't think he wanted you know tom petty wanted to hear it and so they changed the radio station and it was playing on the radio station that mike changed it to mm-hmm. and then they left it on there and tom petty was like you know that was that was a really good song i shouldn't have let that one go that was so on
1: me brother i'm sorry. he uh he,
0: he tom petty regretted letting um boys of summer go but i don't know if i could imagine tom petty singing this song uh-huh. as a as a big tom petty fan that i am i don't i don't know i think this is that was meant to happen right like
1: no, yeah, I think so. This is much more of like an '80s, like not ballad, but like '80s, like vibey song. And like that's not Tom Petty.
0: No, he's more, you know, do what I want, southern rock kind mm-hmm. of um, attitude. So this just doesn't fit within his his realm personally. Yeah. So it was it was a good call. I think I, I think it worked out. You know, Tom had some other songs, just a couple of.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had moderate fame, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, But the the song refers to, you know, the the Deadhead sticker on the Cadillac, and (laughs) Henley said that was a reference to, he thought that his generation had, like, sold out. Um, He once um, was driving on the San Diego freeway and saw this Cadillac car that used to be, like, the symbol of, you know, wealth and prosperity and... (laughs) I'm a stockbroker and wear suits every day. And it had a deadhead sticker on the back of it. And so he he um, wanted to provide that as a commentary for, like, the generation selling out. You know, because mm-hmm. deadheads aren't necessarily... On average, the most like upper echelon yes, of yes. society, materialistic, correct. But also, typically, folks who own Cadillacs aren't also listening to the Grateful Dead, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So, a juxtaposition, of correct. Songs. A juxtaposition, um, and I also think it, it could be like used as a double meaning because the song is obviously talking about you know relationships and the one that maybe have gotten away. Um, but you know, he says, Out on the road today, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac little voice inside my head said don't look back you can never look back it's almost like maybe the relationship like he associated like having a common interest maybe in the in in the dead with this mm-hmm. um person in question and so it's like man there's that constant reminder of like it's it's always in your face but you know like it, w- it was a talisman of, of their relationship and it's like oh, i can't think about that or i can't listen to them again and so i think it almost kind of serves as a double purpose unintentionally for him or maybe it was intentionally who knows um fantastic music video for the song very very 80s um you see the narrator kind of in three It's a little goofy b- yeah it's a little goofy.
1: <laughs> it's a little bit goofy
0: it's a little goofy <laughs> but um it's still fantastic uh but you see the the narrator in three points of his life as he's kind of reflecting on this this relationship that it no longer um, no longer is occurring, and it won the Video of the Year at the 1985 MTV Music uh, oh, wow. Music Awards, and it won the Grammy for um, Best Male Rock Performance. Sick, and it reached number five on the Billboard 100, and was number four sixteen on Rolling Stone's list of five the 500 Greatest Songs of All Time.
1: Um, that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it should be like number eight. I was about to say I think <laughs> it should, it should at least be in the digits. top thirty. Um, so, and on that note we've got some beef with Rolling Stone. I've
1: always had beef with rolling stone i yeah. brought I brought up on this podcast because this podcast is Billy Ela's hate hate podcast. I brought up me having beef with Rolling Stone before because they love her they do and um, she is talentless
0: they they do they don't um they don't like rush. it took them forever to get them on the cover um but it just is like the mainstream source, I guess um, and so it's one of those things where it's like on the few Until times, we get popular, right? On the 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 few times it does like work out in quote unquote in your favor, it's like yeah, you're Rolling Stone. But then you know the eighty percent of the other times, it's like yo, what are you doing? But they recently re- released a top two hundred and fifty guitarists of all time list, y'all, and it belongs. That list belongs in the garbage. Um, um, It deserves to be incinerated. Um, <laughs> to um never to be seen again um there's just a lot of misplaced things and folks who weren't even considered like not even an honorable mention capacity which um was interesting so rolling stone is not on um my my happy list right Mm -mm, now mm -mm.
1: so you and everybody else
0: correct yeah my youtube's full of people complaining about it (laughs) which is which is um entertaining to see but to be considered a part of the greatest songs of all time, I think just to be on that list from such a mainstream source is pretty remarkable, mm-hmm. regardless of position or you know recent though. recent crap with uh, associated <laughs> with um, the tabloid. But I love the guitar tone on the song. Um, I think the lyrics are perfectly crafted. They they fit the the vibe, but they fit the story that is that is attempted to be conveyed so so perfectly and you know the the beat the drums follow just a very steady kind of not dynamic um rhythm and pattern um other than kind of the bridge and the intro of course but i think that's just meant to be like it's you know time's passing it's steady the the wheels of time march on um, and the synths just feel like the synthesizers just feel very euphoric in mm-hmm. in like the chorus and in the da, 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 da. it's a very catchy melody. So, what's your lady take on it?
1: Um, my lady take is what I've already said, um, which I do every week. So I don't know um, how important the segment really is, but <laughs> my lady take segment. But um, this song is lovely. I love all the vibes. It feels very much like top down, um, hands up out the back. And I feel like, did we listen the, uh, during the summer before we moved up here? Charlie took us out in the convertible.
0: Oh, we sure did. That's and we a core, core memory that summer. Song. And it was oh, yeah. really
1: good. Um, yeah. Definite uh, vibes.
0: Charlie was driving the Saab and uh, put the top down. We went to go get some. We tried to get like various like, desserts. <laughs> and, um, and it clothes. wasn't that late. So that no, was it was just 9 o'clock. But um, a lot of places were closed. Like, we tried the donut shop and it was closed. That's um, supposedly...
1: Well, yeah. now, now it's what 5, 5 a.m. to midnight. To midnight yeah.
0: um, but, they were
1: closed at 9 p.m.
0: Uh, yeah, and so we ended up, what, at TCBY or something? Yeah. And, um, you know, we were... I was trying to accrue a playlist of very much songs of this, this essence. And so um, when this one was... Was what came on in the car. It just felt like felt boom. Right. It felt perfect. Yeah. Very it felt right. like it was serving the purpose it should have.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, so, what's been your everyday jam for this week?
1: Well, this week I asked you the other day um, if I could have two. And then I said, why am I asking? What are you going to do? Cut it out of the podcast? You don't edit it. So Maybe. You, I'm picking you've two.
0: Listen, you've been giving me more control on editing, so you never know.
1: I'm picking you could sneak two. Sneak behind. Um. Because, y'all, y'all know I went and saw the Jonas Brothers again. Y'all, you gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My lip's popping, okay? This it's, it. This concert is so good. It, it is so good. It was so good the second time. It's so good. Those boys, they are talented. Those men. They men. They've grown up. Joe Jonas <laughs> they, is a hunk. They are not
0: boys no more.
1: And, and, and man, wow. I am I am a fan let me tell you I've been a fan for a long time but I but I am, wow they're <laughs> good so in honor of me going to the concert I've been um, listening to the Jonas Brothers on repeat all week and I've had a little bit of a juxtaposition in my aggressive listening um, so I have to pick two because I can't pick between them um, I've been listening a lot to the very beginning of the Joe Bros. and and the newest Joe Bros. which I think shows that they're you know still they're still d- doing the most. So um, the first song I'm gonna say is "Still in Love with You" uh, from um, the f- the the self-titled album. it slaps it's underrated and if you listen to that guitar solo that is the precursor to love (laughs) bug so if you like love bug you can thank this song for love bug
0: love bug very very derivative
1: (laughs) it's the same song (laughs) um and then my second song is walls um from their newest album The concert, y'all. I can't describe to you what it's like. It's so good. It's a I would describe it as a bit euphoric. Um, the actual song itself on the album is featuring John Bellion. John Bellion. I don't know how you say it. There
0: you go. Yeah.
1: And um I think he's a DJ, maybe. He's like, kind of he producer. has his own music and he's a producer. Yeah, and... I know I just don't like his music. Is he a dude or is it multiple people? No, he's a dude. Well, um he screwed up this song because he like auto-tuned them in the song and like they don't need to be auto-tuned like in in the concert like they're not auto-tuned they're singing the song so it's just like unnecessary auto-tune but like i can get past it because the song is so good
0: he he sings um all time low that i'm at it all time low 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 you don't know that one no oh you you would if you heard it
1: I'm not sure about that. (laughs) Um, But I know this song, and I know that I've been listening to those two songs all week, so I have two everyday jams.
0: Fantastic. Um, You know, there's a first time for everything, so, you know, I think it's fitting that you have two Joe Bro jams. But yeah, I don't understand the need for the autotune. There's a fantastic performance of... Them doing that song on SNL on YouTube.
1: It's so good.
0: So just go It's ahead. Like, so
1: good. They don't need to be autotuned. Yeah,
0: Kirk Franklin's there with the choir and everything. It's it's, it's beautiful. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. It's a beautiful can't, song. Can't lie.
1: Now I will say I don't know what it means that the walls would cry.
0: I just like. D- the Everything room is so happening. full of emotion that <laughs> somehow the walls, the walls,
1: will cry, become look, animated. But look, that song—it brings me to tears. It's, it's, it's moving. It doesn't
0: bore you to tears?
1: Nope. How about that? Nope.
0: Um, what have been your major minor chords?
1: Uh, my major chord is the Jonas Brothers. I'm riding the high. It's been over a week at this point, and wow, it's just so good. But also, I have a second major chord that I went to the Tennessee Alabama game, and we creamed that nasty throw up inside of a pumpkin orange. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, At first, the first half, I don't know if y'all out there were watching. Um, The first half was bad. I was like, dang, everybody. Because I went to the Tennessee-Alabama game last year in Knoxville, and we lost. And it was horrible. And I was like, everybody's going to hate me. They're going to say it's my fault for being at this game. It would
0: have been, for sure. It would have been. We would have blamed you.
1: Everybody would have blamed me. Everyone Maybe. I know would have been like, I can't believe you went to this game, and we were lost. <laughs> um, and we were losing, and I was like, oh, my God. And then we came out in the second mm-hmm. half, and it was like... I was saying at the game, I was like, I think Nick Saban went in the, the locker room and brought out that Affleck duck and snapped its neck. <laughs> and was like, boys, if y'all don't get it together, you're going to end up like this damn duck. <laughs> um, so that was what I was telling people that happened. Um, because they came out as a completely Or Miss Terry showed up. Or Miss Terry showed up, and she shoved her high heel right up their butts. <laughs> said y'all better get it together, but those <laughs> boys came out and they absolutely put the, put that murder ball Dominated on those volunteers, second half. and um and um there was a scoop and score and um they played Dixie right afterwards and I was crying because it was a beautiful beautiful moment, um and I wish you could have been there to experience it with me, babe.
0: Yeah, they she's referring to Dixieland delight um, by Alabama. If great, y'all are listening, and you don't song. know
1: Dixieland delight, then you should. I mean you should do your own research you we shouldn't have to explain that to you um but but um um yes yeah, so that's my major chord uh, my minor chord is um just you know the general minor chord of of um the vibes of connecticut but it's okay
0: you guys beautiful
1: here right now though
0: you know you You've been saying that's your minor chord so often. Tommy texted me the other day he's like, is, is him okay? He keeps complaining about <laughs> Connecticut on the podcast. Like, no, you're not. Like, I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I appreciate bothered, you checking on me, Tommy, though. Not that's nice. i as as you are.
1: Oh, well, you, you deal with different kinds of people than I do. The people are nicer to you than they are to me, I think. But it really is gorgeous here right now. The fall, it like it's, it's in full swing. I know that like once the gorgeousness is gone, I'm going to complain even more, though, because then it won't even have the gorgeous part. But right now... Yeah, it'll just
0: be a bunch of sticks.
1: Yeah, there will be the season of the sticks. Season um, of the sticks. But right now, it is gorgeous and it's beautiful. Um, there's so many fall colors. That mountain... We yeah, live next she, to a she's mountain. She's referring to
0: Sleeping Giant State Park. Look it up. Um, it's pretty, pretty, pretty... It is pretty gorgeous. In the fall time.
1: It is gorgeous.
0: Excellent. Um, I would say minor. Um, last night, I... Or yesterday, I was awake for 24 hours, um, which I don't remember the last time that happened. Um, Maybe rocket I don't... I didn't even make it rockathon um but then i would say like oh my appendix surgery but i was asleep for
1: no you were sleeping on drugs
0: um so yeah i i genuinely it it could have been like i guess it would have had to have been high school um at like some random sleepover or what have you some social gathering but like i have not that 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 was not it i was i was on call and it was just it was not it Um, but I would say a major, um, your Florida State Seminoles are still undefeated. So (laughs) that's, that's a beautiful sight to see. Um, I just, there's been quite the, quite the turnaround from the past few years of of football from, from, (laughs) you can't
1: hear my chopping, but I'm chopping
0: from, from that program. So it's just, it's been such a relief and such a nice thing to, um, get, get excited about every week and Like I always get excited for Saturdays in the fall, but you know, this season feels a little... Little extra special, um, and then just another major quarter, just having a lot to look forward to. I think there's so much on our horizon in mm-hmm. these next two months. So, um, looking forward to sharing all of that with y'all. But um, you know, roll out some more exciting um, content as well. As you saw, we're we're on TikTok now. So yeah, that's, go
1: follow our TikTok. That's
0: that's pretty cool. Um, we're gonna be posting some some funny funny talks to um to that account and um it'd be a nice just new way to to engage um to engage engage with all our fans (laughs) um on that platform so yeah but last but not least cover some honorable mentions for the week um first um the um, punk rock band blink 182 released an album um last week um and it's fantastic it is the first album that contains um the the three core members of the band um first album and i don't know like almost 10-ish years or something that's got all three of them on it and it is truthfully fantastic i know some artists come back with a comeback album and it's like oh they've got like one single like yay um but breaking it down for you I would say it's equivalent to um, matchbox 20's newest release of where the light is because it's like you you know there's a couple singles but then you know like it's a pretty solid work okay. holistically okay. Um, you know it's it's nothing like their ultimate thing they've ever put out but like I it's it's a really good album so go listen to terrified from the album one more time. second our honorable mention is going to come from a band called the brook and the bluff um they're from birmingham and they were they released an album um recently um and you should go check it out but they've just got very like chill in indie rock kind of um sounds and and vibes and so go listen to tangerine by the brook and the bluff Last but not least, um, you know, we've got so much to look forward to, so it's only fitting that we include a hype song. Um go listen to Grove Street Party <laughs> oh by God. Waka Flocka Flame and Kibo Gotti. I got a whole lot of money. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. It is remember, never forget, it is always a party. Not even if you know, you don't have to be exclusively yeah. on Grove, Grove Street to indulge in in a yeah. party. So, um, just remember, life's a party. And I was so, at the gym
1: yesterday.
0: Oh, yeah, fa- fantastic gym. Um, I hope you enjoyed spending, um, this week with us hearing about the boys of summer um go listen to your favorite desert island song and watch um, the world series i guess and watch the world series world sir and enjoy the last remnants of of the baseball season as we transition into um late fall and early winter and we will welcome the boys of summer next spring thanks Follow us on TikTok. Have a great week. Make it a great week or don't. The choice choice is is yours. And um, we'll see you next time.